Yeah. Everything I own was gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just asking for the people, but go ahead. Everything I own was gone. Everything that was given to me, everything that I was, everything I purchased on my own, everything I own, all I, all I had after Hurricane Lewis was the clothes on my back. Yeah. There wasn't no house. There wasn't no bed. There wasn't no stove. There wasn't no running water. Mm. There wasn't Ooh, anything. Yes. And the only thing I inherit after Hurricane Lewis is mosquitoes. <laughs> Thousands of them. You ain't lying, Lord of mercy. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on this special episode. And of course, today we will be talking, or I will actually be talking, about none other than Hurricane Lewis. Now, for those of you who might be listening and may not know, today is actually 26 years since the passing of Hurricane Lewis on both French and Dutch St. Martin. And to commemorate the day, today as we take a stroll and a talk or a walk down memory lane as to what it was like for both of us. And today, of course, I have a special guest that will be joining me. So you will hear his story and his experience as well as mine when it comes to Hurricane Lewis. When Hurricane Lewis hit the island of St. Martin or St. Martin, St. Martin on September 5th, 1995, he hit as a category four hurricane at 150 miles per hour. Hurricane Lewis also caused extensive damage to Antigua, Anguilla, St. Bart's and Bermuda. Today I have with me my brother from another mother, Courtney. And he will be sharing his experience and his memories from that day, 26 years ago, on this very, very same date. Welcome, welcome, bro. Thank you so much for joining me on this special episode. This was something that I had in the works for quite some time. But due to time, you know, I was not able to get it done. So I am so truly glad that we both have the opportunity to be able to sit down and get this done. Welcome. Introduce yourself. Thank you for having me, Alina. Hello, one and all. My name is Courtney Blendman. Um, a lot of people from St. Martin are going to remember me on Sacagaden, 
sitting on the porch or at the St. Martin Medical Center working in the ICA department or MedSurge. Welcome one and all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. Basically, this is going to be a conversation between the two of us. So let's just get started. Let's let's just jump into this thing. Now, what was it like for you experiencing Hurricane Lewis in 1995? Well, as a native of the British country of Guyana, migrating to St. Martin at a young age. And in Guyana, we never really experienced hurricane because Guyana is below sea level. But there was a long time, I can't even remember how long ago, I remember the wind was so strong, it threw off a few roofs, certain part of Georgetown. And the news forecast said that we was getting we got a tail end of a hurricane who was heading to the Caribbean islands. To say that, um, moving to St. Martin in nineteen ninety-five, that was really my first ever, ever experience of a a, a hurricane and such a strong hurricane and to see the the power and the damage where mother nature could cause upon the place that we call home which is mother earth it was breathtaking <laughs> something mm-hmm. to i can tell you and describe how it was but it's to people who never really be in a, um, a hurricane zone to experience such thing for themselves mm-hmm. but i could only elaborate and give you an idea how devastating it is to people in the hurricane zone mm-hmm countries, islands, whatever you want to call it. Hurricane Lewis make me look at life in a whole different perspective. Right. And it's, you know, it's just to show you, Mother Nature cares nothing about if you're rich, if you're poor, if you're well-educated, if you're not educated, Mother Nature cares nothing about those things. But one thing I know for sure, as human beings, any disaster comes after disaster, people comes together. Right. And that love and um, friendship, mm-hmm. it builds going forward in many different times of tragedy. I would say what I learned from Hurricane Lewis is don't un- don't underestimate Mother Nature mm-hmm. at no time at all. 
because the things in life that we fight and kill ourselves to achieve, it can all be disappear within a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hurricane Lewis in St. Martin make, make that known to me and I show to many others who's still around and those who pass on it it really bring make us think yeah now let me ask you a question what are some of the things that you remember from that event but before you answer that question did you experience any loss or damage during hurricane lewis Yeah. Everything I own was gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just asking for the people, but go ahead. Everything I own was gone. Everything that was given to me, everything that I was everything I purchased on my own, everything I own. All I all I had after Hurricane Lewis was the clothes on my back. Yeah. There wasn't no house, there wasn't no beds, there wasn't no stove, there wasn't no Running water, mm. there was thing. And the only thing I inherit after Hurricane Lewis is mosquitoes. <laughs> Thousands <laughs> of them. You ain't lying, Lord of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> so, because there was no no electric. Yes, go preach, there was preach. No fan and no air condition. So the mosquitoes heap havoc on me. Well, my boy, you I, ain't the only one because you remember they like dark colors. So exactly, I the darkest to the dark. Well, so, so, you know, well, so am I. The semi good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like um, some of the things I remember from that, um, like you said, we, we 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 didn't have light for six months. Eh, you remember that, right? right. Yeah, six whole months. But, Six to eight months without yeah, current. Yeah, without current. I mean, other parts of the island, some people, it was after a year for some people. Yeah. Now, as far as water, we didn't have water from the pipe, but we had cistern water. Cistern water, so, right. And with all that, all that water that Louis Trudong, she filled up the cistern. <laughs> he filled up yeah. the cistern to last yeah. year a while. Yeah. Um, what I remember, the I did lose in Hurricane... Lewis and I, I, I have to like really train my tongue because instead of saying Lewis, I want to say Irma because tomorrow is mm. the anniversary for Irma, so right. Irma keeps sticking on my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and being tomorrow is the anniversary of Irma, and actually Hurricane Irma was supposed to come today on the anniversary right. of 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 Lewis. Right. And we all were looking at each other back home in Saint Martin, like Jesus help us if that come on this on on the day of Lewis, we gonna die. You know, um, but that's a, a different story. So I don't want to touch Irma right now. I'll deal with Irma tomorrow. But as for right now, like you said, I remember after the the hurricane was over when we came out. Because, you know, we, we when the hurricane right. over, we just come out to access the damage and see who house stand, who missing and the whole mm. nine yards and stuff like that. I remembered, man, the water was waist deep. Yeah. Waist deep. We had a curfew. I remember the curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember food fair. You remember food fair? Yeah. <laughs> food fair. 
you remember what happened everybody, food everybody everybody went as usual shopping and after disaster everybody goes shopping mm-hmm, nobody free. i remember going in food fair wanting into a certain person i ain't calling no name <laughs> and the person was shopping like the store was open and she paying a bill at the cashier she was there looking at um how much calories how much sugar how much this how much the white everybody else just scrambling and running with the stuff but she was in there like she was on a Sunday evening shopping spree. Listen to she me. Stand up looking and picking and looking at the calories and stuff. And I look at the girl, the, the young lady and say, oh, you shopping? That's nice of you. And, you know, uh, well, now, ladies and gentlemen, that was before I was saved, okay? Please. Uh, so let me make that very clear. We all were shopping, okay? All, well, they were looting, I was shopping. And I was counting calories. If it was too much calories, I'm like, no, I don't need it. I was looking for the low-fat stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and remember, the people was looting so much. The first time in my life I ever see one man with a fridge on yeah. his head yes sir without any help <laughs> i was shocked because i know how heavy a fridge is and i know i can't fetch a fridge by myself <laughs> and i see a man with a fridge i see people with with the tvs and man i think after the hurricane people were so rich they didn't have to buy certain things Why? for a long time even though they had corn to watch the TV and to run the fridge, yes, sir. they had no stuff in the house. Yes, indeed. You know, um, but also to um, Hurricane Irma is our anniversary. Is anniversary of our friendship. You know, um, yep. that's when you know we. Lois, matter of fact. Yep, that's the anniversary. Hurricane Lou. I keep because of, you know Irma's tomorrow, and yeah, Irma. Was, I've yeah, been I've been affected by Irma too. It's like Irma, yeah, we. Irma. I was I I was living down the road there by um Guana Bay, one of the apartments down there by Guana Bay, and when Lewis when um um what was her name? When she hit and she hit with a lot of water. No, no, no. You talking about Marilyn? Irma hit. No, when Irma hit you wasn't in St. Martin. Irma was when? Irma was 2017. That last beast there, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing yeah, beat. Yeah, nothing yeah, beat. Yeah. Listen, Lewis yes. was up to My that apologies. point. Up to that My. point, Lewis was the worst. Until Lewis. Irma come. <laughs> right. Yes. You talking My about Marilyn. Yeah, you talking about Marilyn. Because when Lewis hit, you was living by us. Yeah. You and, and Egbert was living. Uh, you were sharing. Back, right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, so, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that I also remember, like, um, you remember, like, when um, Tata used to buy, and well, the men used to get together and they go to pay money to buy the gas to put in the generator, right? And in the, the generator, right? So the generator would come on at six o'clock at and the night, so six we could, o'clock. so we could have Johnny cake and corned beef. Man, I tell you, mm-hmm. you can't. Oh, I, yes. I was tired of corned beef. <laughs> oh yes, my dear, I eat corned beef till I look like man? beef, like oh. <laughs> But when you think back about it, it was, you know, it was a time where we came together and you would get the electricity from the generator for a certain amount of hours. And then when you fall, you know, you fall asleep late in the middle of the night, the generator go up, mosquito eat your backside the till the next day. Is what, is the mosquitoes is what wake you up. Yes, sir. And when, you, the, when you don't even know the generator gone, gone off, off. when <laughs> start biting the thing out to you, yep. that's when you realize the generator is off. It's off, yes. And... And you don't get no 
um, light again until the following day, 6 o'clock, when they put right. gas in the generator until it goes right, up again. Right, right. And I remember, boy, it was like, man, it was hot. Yes, 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 yes. Man, it was hot. And all the cleanup and the different things, you know, that we went through. But do you think that Hurricane Lewis kind of brought us together as a people? Or do you think we kind of went... Um, um, I think disasters always bring nations together. Because even though Samati was hit, and get damaged so bad. Mm -hmm. You had people come from other islands to assist, and people from St. Martin went to other islands to assist. And you know, they, they always say when you're back against the wall, that's when you know who your friends are. Mm -hmm. And you and I know that um, after Hurricane Lewis, yeah. even though the before the immigration even started to um, deport people, mm -hmm. people literally pick up and went back to the country because, you know, St. Martin was the mess right now and yeah. they, they, they didn't see mm -hmm. the, the bread coming again from yeah. St. Martin. Mm -hmm. So they pick up and they went home to the, the native country. And the few, like me and the others, who mm -hmm. stayed there, mm -hmm. we assist in helping build back St. Martin. Yeah. by assisting and helping um our neighbors and mm -hmm. helping people mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. that's the one of the learning experience as a human being yeah you learn when when you live in a country or you decide to reside in a country mm -hmm. is not only to enjoy the fruits of the, the right. good time right when the bad time come you should stick there and and remember the good of the land but, but you know something um with Hurricane Irma, um, it was a totally different shift than what we experienced, not just as far as catastrophe-wise, but mm. also as far as the humane level. Hurricane Irma was a whole switch. How Lewis brought us together, uh -huh. Hurricane Irma, we were divided. Uh, okay. It was like every man for himself. And mm. we had a lot, a lot of people left St. Martin, a whole lot of people ran away from St. Martin. These were some people that ate from the bread of St. Martin. They right. turned off and they left. Whereas in Lewis, you had a, you had some that did leave, but the right. majority stayed and stayed. they helped. But not, right. not with Hurricane um, Irma at all. It was the oh. total opposite. It was like, my God, it was like night and day. You know, oh it was, yeah, it was something to really see because Lewis had brought us together and whereas... Irma was way deadlier than, than Lewis. Mm -hmm. And I remember, boy, when we came out of um, Irma, cause we, a lot of us were talking about Lewis. Because since Lewis, Lewis was the worst thing up to that point until Irma right. came. And we said, boy, thank God. Because you remember, I don't know if you remember, Lewis, like, it's like Lewis didn't want to leave. Lewis, no, he she, just let go, let go. Yep, he start like from five the afternoon. And he just didn't learn to go until the next morning. He just was there. Man, he tell us the, the eye was passing over us. It wasn't even we wasn't even shaped. The eye already uh, uh, came still. Boy, he, he wasn't even more like he would. Let me tell you the the difference between him and Irma. You see, don't, don't make women mad. Women, 
When you see a woman hurricane come and run. Listen, yeah. we when we it's came out Why? It's a total difference. When we came out of Irma, the first thing we remembered was God Force. Second thing right. we remembered was Lewis. Because mm-hmm. Lewis was the anniversary the day before. And then of course right. Irma came the next day. And we said, boy, thank God that hurricane did not sit down like Lewis. Because I could tell you, had she sat the way Lewis sat on our behind, she would have mm-hmm. killed us. She would have killed us dead. She would have wiped us all out. St. Martin, yeah. 95% was completely destroyed from St. Martin when Irma was finished with it. And then Maria got a hat to one come on top of us. Like we, I said, Lord, help us for the few. We that praying, Lord, have mercy, please. Because we don't even got no roof to hide under. Correct. And then Maria, like she won't come on us. So Maria swing. And then she went to Puerto Rico and she mashed up Puerto Rico. And here the best of the joke. The best of the joke was um, a lot of people who experienced Irma, they ran away from St. Martin, got on the plane. The Dominicans, they went back to Dominica. Guess what? And guess where um, where, where um Maria went? Straight to Dominica. So they hit, they get hit in St. Martin and they run away from St. Martin while they were eating the bread. And then they went to, um went back to their home and um Maria hit them right there um in Dominica. And mm-hmm. Maria messed up um Puerto Rico very bad. And yes, they still easy. haven't recovered, but we 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 still looking pretty good. We a hundred percent back, but a lot we we back about by eighty yeah. percent, you know, maybe even ninety percent, you know. And thank God for that. But like you say, it was, you know, Lewis was a scary experience. But boy, when you put against to next to Lewis Irma, matched to Irma, she was he was no match for that woman. Hell, oh, hell knows not a woman's No, gone. sir. Let me tell you something. And the difference was, too, because, Lewis, I experienced it amongst people. You know, all of us right. were in Patsy House. Right. But, but I was in my own apartment um, when with Lewis and partner. Every roof, listen, every inch, all she leave is like one tea left over my head by the, on the, by the grace of God. Everything. Oh, I mean, she, she broke off the door. The door took off without a visa like in Lovendale like songs. <laughs> Take off and a visa gone, all my front door gone, porch. Oh my goodness. Listen, Irma, man, Irma's a beast. She was a beast. But, you know, like you said, with Louise, we experienced a lot of devastation at that time because up until that point, Louis was one of the worst compared to like Donna and Frederick. Those were way back when I wasn't even born. Yeah. You know, um, where the, you're showing you where people were in the road with boat, they got boats in the house because the water was so high. So high, you know. Yeah. And I remember. you know, um, Lewis was the most devastating since those two, which was way back in the 70s. I wasn't even born. If I was born, I wasn't living in St. Martin at that time. So you right. know, I, I was still in America. No, no, no hurricane, no, no kind of things. I don't think I was born though. So. Yeah. To experience Lewis on that level, and but but boy Irma, ooh Irma, listen, all you gotta do is say the word "hurry." I gone. <laughs> listen, and like maybe you, which I'm sure you would agree. Like, of course, we both live in America at this point in time. We no longer live back in the Caribbean. We both yes. have migrated to different parts of the U.S. Right where I live. 
the apartments are like beautiful, but they're like cardboard. Yeah. And, and as you know, our houses back home, we got houses. You know, yeah. oftentimes people think when they hear Caribbean Island, they think we third world. Like, no, honey, we not third world. That's that's the reggae group in Jamaica. We we not third world. <laughs> now, right. Now, do you have some islands that have poverty? Of course, but yeah, Saint Martin is not a poor island. We's the third. It's not. No, we're not. We're the third highest, um, most Kid. travel, um, uh, in yes, in, in the world. Definitely. Yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah. Yes. You know, um, and. You have a lot of um, um, big shot Americans that have homes back in St. Martin, all in Anguilla. Right. And But the thing is, Courtney, even the poor man house, unless, you know, you're living in a, 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 a one in Playwood shacks, that's a different situation. But our right. house is back home built from concrete. Yes. So basically, if the hurricane take off the roof, you still got structure yes. around you. And the structure, but yes. but boy, you didn't think come here just to create like a, like like you know like when you're playing cards, you're, you're building house with the cards, and then the, the cards them collapse. Right. That's what these it, is. It, it don't even have to. It don't. It, I'm not knocking the the um. I'm not knocking the thing, but um, exactly the um the structure that the way the house is built here. It's not for it hurricane. Don't even, it don't even have to be a hurricane yeah to cause um damage that it could be just a normal rainy tropical mm -hmm. storm mm -hmm. with rain about 50 to 60 mm -hmm. miles per hour yeah and it causes real devastation yeah because the, the, the way the houses the are built is, the way the houses is built yeah exactly know, even in even in even the normal every year weather that it gets snow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if the snow really comes in a heavy way that it didn't come in a couple of years, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. houses cave, the roof of many houses yeah. cave in. Yeah, our yeah. houses are built different, you know. As you know, right. back home we have to follow a code. And right. normally, well, I don't know about Guyana, but I could only speak for St. Martin because I live in St. Martin. Right. Or I grew up in St. Martin. Um, Guyana, Guyana is below sea level. So okay. all of the houses in Guyana have to build on stilix. There you go. In St. Martin hours, we have to build on for the foundation. A foundation. Heavy yes. foundation. So, you know, right. for it to flood, you know, there got to be some serious water for it to serious, flood. Yes. The, the tide really have to be high mm -hmm. that the water is not going off the land. It's coming on Exactly. But other than that, and also we build, um, especially like we started building the roofs different after Hurricane Louis. They, right. they implemented um, a new type of way. Now with Irma by the implement, I even knew a one. <laughs> right. Your, your house have to be so much feet off the ground. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, even in Guyana also, the government implement, even though the house is supposed to be on Stelix, there is some, because of such a vast, population mm -hmm. along the world now a lot of houses building downstairs and upstairs right to hold the to you know to hold the family mm -hmm. your family in you know because um one thing i must say the caribbean people we are so family oriented you know we we might be adults and married and have our own family mm -hmm. but we build our houses around our mm -hmm. moms mm -hmm. and our dads mm -hmm. Because we still, on a Sunday, we still have that love and right. that companion and relationship with our parents mm -hmm. that we like sitting with them on our weekends with our 
other siblings and having a wonderful weekend. Right. You know, talking about the good old days, mm -hmm. making fun of each other, talking about, when you know, right. stuff like that. Right. And that's something about the Caribbean. And even though not every one of us owns our own home right the time we reach a certain age mm -hmm. but you could bet your bottom dollar that before you close your eyes right you can bet your dollar you're gonna own something yeah that's always our goal. and you know um it's good because we we're gonna slide this conversation not just with Lewis, but into some of the um the upbringing as you know being raised Caribbean you know right. children. Now coming back to talking about the structure and the building of the homes. When Hurricane Lewis hit, they started to after Hurricane Lewis, they kind of implemented a different way of building the right. roofs. And yes. normally it um after that the code was it had to be T eleven. On the inside, steel in the middle, and right. some people would pour concrete on the steel, and then you would put the zinc. Zinc, right. So then if the zinc fly, the steel the, the, and the T11 the, stayed exactly, right. you, you know, right. You still stay in your house. You still stay in your house. But here, you know, if anything come, everything gone down. Yeah. <laughs> The wall so yeah. thin that if you you sneeze too hard, you know your neighbor could hear you. I could hear my neighbor. You know, like I say, it's a good thing I'm single because what would I do if I was married? Because the walls are so thin. Mm -hmm. One of the things I noticed in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. you know, you you have your you have your house insurance and and those kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but. Even if you don't ha have house insurance and mm -hmm. something happened to your house, yeah, you could bet your bottom dollar every Sunday or every weekend. Mm -hmm. I should say, mm -hmm. You got the boys and your right. neighbors, the grandsons and your nephews yeah. and come everybody and help coming. Yeah. And they're coming and they're putting a hand yeah. to put the house back together. Yes, and the women because will cook for the men. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they, every one of us know when you come home from work or you come home from school, mm -hmm. you could bet your bottom dollar. Mama House always got something there. Boy, oh man. Day. Hey, those were good days. Go back out to school or yeah. you go back out to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Those were very, very, very good days. Now, let me touch on a little something here. Um, because I, I did an episode where I was talking about some of, you know, my upbringing growing up in the Caribbean. You know, even though I wasn't born there, I was, you know, I raised there my entire generation from there. I went to school there, speak the language, whether it's broken English or Dutch. And tell me something. How was it like for you growing up in the Caribbean? How, what, 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 what was it like growing up as far as, you know, being raised by your mom? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um most first of all, I'm um I'm the third of eight. Mm -hmm. Four boys, four girls. And from the time I know myself, I know my mom. Mm -hmm. My dad died at a pretty young age. Mm -hmm. And 
only she I know. Right. And, you know, she works, work, and work. Mm -hmm. As many women today. But the knowing myself in the Caribbean and the way I was brought up. Right. I wish a lot of the kids today, mm -hmm. we, a lot of my the generation after me, and some in my, some of them in my generation, mm -hmm. they lose yeah. the foresight. Mm -hmm. When I said they lose the foresight, I mean that my mother doing two jobs, and you could want that hundred and fifty dollars shoes. Mm -hmm. You would see it, and you would only get when you become become an adult mm -hmm. and start working. Cause she ain't buying the hundred and fifty dollars shoe for you. Yeah, but I remember when I was growing up back then. I was in primary school, or not primary, secondary school. But we used to wear the, you know, them karate shoes, like with Hell, the, yeah, <laughs> tiny boutique. There you go. They were yes, that, that time the gilda, that time the gilda was one for two. So a dollar was yes. a dollar was two gildas. There used to be five yes. gildas. Okay, we uh -huh. used to, but I used to go marshal. When you see the children, somebody pass, you think they know you. They put it back behind you because you want them to see you coming out and marshal with the, uh, with yeah. your stuff. Yeah, sure. and then you. When the when the colors start to fade, mm -hmm. you take the battery, the big batteries and you break them open <laughs> and you crush the black thing from the battery in water some water. And when it comes thick, you take the toothbrush and polish your shoot the shiny booty with it black. <laughs> you know, those were days. And also I I remember like um uh, you, like during the school year, like when the school year, ready to start, I see children going on big shopping spree. I wish I could, when I was, uh, old, when I was old, I could have do it, but in the younger yeah. days, we couldn't do that. Man, you had to go get, pick out some cloth for them to take it to the simtress. Yeah, to, to exactly. Make. Your mother going at the, 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 the shop and buy the cloth. Yes, sir. Tie you to the tailor and that's where you get your uniform, yep. shirt and pants yep. from. No, nothing and fancy. If your brother, your, if your brother before you used to wear khaki pants and you going to a school wearing khaki pants you're gonna get you all your bottom dollar you're gonna be wearing your brother hand me down <laughs> now let me ask you a question sometimes the hand me down wash out because you know back then yeah we didn't, we, in the Caribbean we ain't washing with no washing machine yeah we have to wash on the hand board and, and yeah wash, and wash, and yes and so so you know sometimes scrubbing the pants the crotch eat away she bring the pants to the tailor, yeah. and the tailor dart a different color, color piece of cloth between it. This time when you sit down, you sit down with your legs closed up. You don't want the children to see the pants you got on it color. <laughs> Listen, I can't with these women back then. But the good thing about it. Mm -hmm. You never was hungry. Yes, sir. Never, ever was hungry. Now, tell me, what were some of your favorite um, dishes back then? Oh, um, I love my, I love the cook up rice. When my mother cook, cook up rice, because that's a Guyanese tradition okay. for all years into the new year. Okay, you have cook up rice in your house. I like pepper pot, but I'm not a big, big, big fan of it okay and i like my bush teas mm -hmm. i love me my bush teas which one is your I favorite if, huh? which one was your favorite i love the mint okay Ugh. <laughs> i love i love my mint bush tea 
I love my lemongrass mm-hmm. tea. Sour I love my sour sap. Um, and I love, I used to love me my Marby. But wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. You've you, you gone, you gone too far. But what about Ovaltine and Milo? Oh, Lord. In Charlie Biscuit? But Ovaltine and Milo used to be the Sunday, the Sunday, the Sunday, um, you used to get us on the Sunday morning. Okay. Okay. In my house. My mother on 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 Sunday mornings she baked the homemade bread on Saturday night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she 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 get the fish and she fry the fish and make some nice fish gravy and you get your bread with your oven tea or mm-hmm. your Milo on a Sunday morning but Monday to Friday it's bush you tea. get your bush tea. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you get your bush tea. Now we used to get we Milo. We used to get a Milo on the Ovaltine. Um, what about the porridge? Oh, caramel porridge. Oh, girl. Rice mm-hmm. pap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had some mm-hmm. yesterday, so I make some. Some caramel porridge. Uh, some um the green plantain porridge. Mm-hmm. Where they used to they used to make that for the young for the babies. Mm-hmm. They would grate the grate the plantain mm-hmm. and boil it. And then they strain it and take away the the um the the stuffings from the plantain and just get the the the, the liquid. Okay, okay. And they used to get the baby. They could they would get babies that because it helped them to sleep, keep them full throughout the night, so okay. they don't wake up during the night from being hungry. No, what we used to do in Saint Man, because the first time I had plantain porridge, I think I was, yeah, not I think, I was a grown woman. That's like maybe 2014, 15. Uh-huh. Um, that's the first time I ever had it. Because I was mostly a British, um, a British staple. We used to do the rice pap, the cream of wheat. We didn't too, oh, we didn't right, too right, big right. on oats. Back then you had cream of rice too, but that no longer exists. Now, mm. um, the cook-up that you was telling me about, is that like locry? Yeah, you guys would call it low cream. Low cream. But in but in Guyana they would cook it with coconut milk. Ah but in St. Martin, they yeah. would cook it with um the coloring in the right. The wax right and the right. meat and the peas. But in the in the in Guyana they would put like pig tail, mm-hmm. fried, salt beef, chicken foot, you know, whatever right. meat you want. Right. And you cook it up in the coconut milk. Right. With, um Whatever peas you would like, if it's black eye, okay, or split peas or green beans, and you know that kind of like um Trinidad pillow. Yes, Trinidad pillow. So that those are and, and not forgetting the roti and the curry. Oh my! And the the Johnny cake. Oh. In we call them Johnny cake. Ben Guyana, we call bakes. them bake. Yeah, bake. Because we don't bake them in the oven. We fry them. Yeah. But you know, St. Martin, we got to fry in the bake. Right. And we call them Johnny cake and St. Martin. But it's the, like I tell people, every country, mm-hmm. we cook the same thing, mm-hmm. but we just have it in different, different names. names. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Like sometimes what does annoy me when they say peas and rice Jamaica. I like what you talking about Jamaican peas and rice. I like peas and rice, the whole Caribbean island. I've never been to Jamaica. Yeah, I've been yeah. eating peas and rice since the time I from the time I landed in St. Martin at the age of how old I was? Eight years old. I've been eating peas exactly. and rice. I've never been to Jamaica. Like it's it's one Caribbean part. I mean, some of us we have our traditional dishes, but right. 
um curry chicken that's the that's a caribbean thing coconut that's that a that's, that's, thing. A, that's a caribbean thing stew yeah. chicken curry chicken yeah. all those things yeah. that's a caribbean that's a you know in a on a whole it's a caribbean thing whether it's a but british caribbean dutch caribbean french or hispanic caribbean it's the same you know we have our little differences but yeah. it, it's it's one dish it's but, uh, <laughs> it's 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 all of us that makes the same thing yeah it's the same way we cook but we just got and you know alina um you know say martin you remember oxtail used to lick dog and say martin boy we never never people never used to be buying it and cooking it but and I would, then suddenly so oxtail becomes so expensive but, but, but wait wait let me give a story i wanted some oxtail i just buy a pressure cooker so I went by Walmart to check the price. Courtney, five pieces of oxtail, twenty dollars. I said, but what? Yeah, I, was, I, what is, I like what is smoking. <laughs> <laughs> what are and you know, and you know the good thing about it, you know in Guyana the people still don't buy oxtail, don't be selling in Guyana. But at that price, how are you gonna afford to buy it? It's, like, it's so no, expensive. No, it don't be selling because in Guyana people in Guyana are accustomed to eating it. Really? But why they could send it down here? Bye, I love me some oxtail. Here, what I tell when you? When you go to Guyana, you wouldn't see stuff like stew oxtail and stuff like that. Really? You wouldn't see it. No, but somebody, I like oxtail. Somebody who would have people, whoever, this, the people that they come in to mm -hmm. sell the food to, mm -hmm. who know about it, you would see them selling it. But if you go to like the regular restaurant, right, right. you wouldn't find it. Wow. Why we, like we like our oxtail back in St. Martin. We can't yeah. do the oxtail. We need yeah. our oxtail. Yeah, yeah, with with them little with them little um dumplings in it. Girl. Mm. Well, mm. I eat it with it. The first time I eat it with dumpling was in 2019. I saw the Jamaicans doing it like that because we don't eat it so in St. Martin. No, I right. But I love yeah. it with the dumpling and the love. It was excellent. I cook yeah. it for Chantel. Them by a lucky I was able to even get a, a piece of oxtail from the pot. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta enjoy it, you know. Um, yeah. But um, normally back home we eat it with either white rice, peas and rice, yeah. coleslaw, fried plantain, you know. But with the yeah. dumpling, the Jamaican style way. Yeah, it's it's nice, you know. It really is. I can't lie at all. It really, really yeah. is. We all, you know, yeah. we all cook the same thing, but we have a little different variation as to how we pair yeah. certain little things and stuff like and that. How we season it, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But what about Christmas time in Guyana? Oh, Christmas in Guyana is phenomenal. When I was a kid, okay, it was phenomenal. The excitement mm -hmm. of your mother taking got you taken out all the dishes that she had china cabinet <laughs> yes sir would because it's the only time you could you get a chance to touch them to wash them that's yes. <laughs> you can't wash eat up for them put them clean, back she, clean she china and decorate it and put it back in there mm -hmm. yeah that's the only time you touch your mother china yes sir and uh, uh after she die <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so true other than uh, that nope but, um you you used to work like you never walked before mm -hmm. when it's christmas time mm -hmm. you call your cleaning house general cleaner yeah. Of the house. yeah she put the chairs out in one corner mm -hmm. she covered them you can't sit on them you can't this oh my goodness <laughs> now what it's a lot 
what what were some of the dishes that you guys would prepare like for during that season? Um, for Christmas time, you would get like your pepper pot. Okay. Garlic pork. Okay. Um, you get your nice um food cake mm-hmm. with all the warm in it. Okay. You eat a slice and you drunk. drunk yeah. <laughs> The police would give you a few, you why even if you're in your wheelchair, <laughs> yes, but you don't eat this food cake. Okay. You get a DUI in a wheelchair. Mm. <laughs> um, you get your food cakes, you know, different cakes. You mm-hmm. get um pone. Pone is a thing to make from the cassava. Right. It's kinda like our sweet potato pudding. Yeah. But yes. it's made from cassava, from right? Cassava, right. right. And coconut, that is very nice. And yeah, I remember as a kid, you when you done clean up uh, wherever you mm-hmm. you could walk and go down to the city called the block off certain streets in the city, and they have vendors out there selling all kind of different stuff, mm-hmm. and they start like from maybe about four five in the afternoon, and it go until six o'clock the next morning, Christmas morning. Yeah. Go out there, you spend your whole night, people out there, you know, hanging, right. hanging out, having a good time, mm-hmm. you know. No. And, mm-hmm. Did you guys have the carolers as well also? Yeah, you have okay. people that be singing the carols, the Christmas carols, and you have the um, red cross by the stores, ringing the bells, and you give a donation, and, you know, stuff like that. But, um... The the only the only part about the Christmas that I never could uh, I never really get a grab of is the cleaning up after and the taking down this mm-hmm. and the putting up. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. All this painting, work, all this painting, and all this. Oh boy, we used to have to be doing because you know that's that's yeah. a festival that makes people feel comfortable I, I could say mm-hmm. and they enjoy themselves with their family and the loved ones right you know and the thank God to see you next year mm-hmm. most of all you know yeah now let me ask you something how was it growing up with your mother because I, I know your mother was not easy just like Nita was my father how how was the discipline like you know when you did something wrong oh god yeah look elaborate she would have been in prison in america <laughs> and we would have go up in foster home <laughs> i'm telling you without without even stuttering but i love her to death mm-hmm. the reason why she make eight of us mm-hmm. and she raised each and every one of us right with the help of god mm-hmm. and none of us has ever given her any any trouble with the law none whatsoever right and you know when i hear people say oh you don't beat your children you're hmm. beating them that's abuse and all these kind of crazy stuff what they say and i just look at them and i shake my head exactly exactly you know, the reason why when I think when somebody bend their mind to be bad, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, yeah, they're going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but 
once you have family family values and you understand that in life nothing is for free everything yeah. you have to work for mm -hmm. you see life in a different perspective That's i right. say that to say this there was many times we could have take the the wrong road amen that's because right because it always the temptation always there mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but when you sit down are uh, you on the road and you misbehaving mm. you see the neighbor preach, or somebody preach. pass preach <laughs> alina mm -hmm. you better get pull your tail between your foot and get home before your mother get home and give she the story your side first <laughs> Because the neighbor gonna whoop <laughs> right there and then when they see you. Yep. And before your mother reach home from work, she don't get this story. And you she go, you gonna get, and you're gonna get double my time. And when she reach home, she gonna ask you, how was your day? How was everything? And blah blah blah. And you better tell her the story quick and give she your version. Because if you beat wrong the bush, she's gonna put on your boots and socks. And she's gonna whoop you again and then she can tell you why she's beating you but um miss bledman was uh a whole new ball game by herself <laughs> you know oh my goodness she was a twin and she twin died okay work. okay and she 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 was she go my mom grew up with her grandmother mm. and she knows nothing about but brotherly or sisterly love or mm -hmm. whatever because mm -hmm. she was there was no sibling right so you know she raised us up letting us know having each other yeah is good enough you don't need 20 40 50 60 friends to hang mm -hmm. out with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your brother and sister is enough and you know she always let us know if you can't play among yourself and love your brother and sister you can't love and play with other people out there now what was your experience like um during school days tough tough um the you know i remember as a kid i remember a sunday she she terrorized my terrorized me we went to one thing my pants were shooting ducks. <laughs> shoes. The shoes. Wait, wait, wait. I had to keep my toes them crimper because it was so tight. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Please explain to the people that are listening what is the meaning of shooting ducks. Because that's a thing. That's our thing. You, please, can you tell the them what's <laughs> The pants was hand, hand me down so many, so many. When I put it on, it was so short. <laughs> you could, you, you, well, it's a style now. Your ankles, right? Sure. Out. <laughs> like but back then, it wasn't a style. <laughs> it was sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> to bring it back so much of memories. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, had a, and I had this great, this great shoe. I think it was for my brother, but the shoe was, Alina. The shoe was so tight. I, I, she had me forcing my foot in this shoe to go to Sunday school. I walk in and I limp in and I limp in and I limp in. Anyhow, I went to Sunday school, Sunday school over and we come back home. So she make, 
You understand the mm -hmm. one thing with in the Caribbean on Sunday, they cook soup. You get soup when you come home from church. You eat your soup and then you take a nap and get up in the afternoon. You had your dinner. So the afternoon I get up and she asks my sister, will we learn in church? My sister tell her, should we with the teacher in the Sunday school teacher? Mm -hmm. you know, it's my turn now. I tell her we sing song. She asks me a song. I sing the song. She asks me if they read anything. I said, yeah, we read a part or something, something. And she gave me the Bible and tell me read. John 3, 16. Mm -hmm. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. For whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Yes. Alina, what? I get blows. Wait, for why? I'm why? To memorize that thing. Okay. When I tell you licks, mm -hmm. licks. Because remember, I, I'm a kid. Wow, look at that. And this Sunday school teacher, read it to you. Mm -hmm. You don't have a Bible. You have a little test, those little blue yeah. testaments. You remember yeah, those yeah. little blue right. mm -hmm. And, you know, she reading from her Bible and you, 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 you know, I, I, you have the testament. You don't know how to find right. anything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So you have those where you, you remember, I don't know. In back, I don't know in St. Martin how they used to do it. If you had a memory verse, we used to have to remember throughout the week after Sunday school. Nah. So that was the memory verse. You remember today, though, right? After, after that whooping. Trust me. After those lashes. You never and forget the, it. in the corner with my face to the wall. I remember that like it written on my heart with Ink. Wait a minute. Before you go any further, I just want to interject here. Because I did an episode, which was my last episode, where I, I share some of these same certain little things that you're talking about. Mm. Now, you didn't speak to me before this episode, right? Did you? No. You haven't even listened to my episode. You don't even listen to my podcast. So you haven't heard anything that I said on that podcast episode, have you? Right. Okay, so you see... That's what Caribbean upbringing is about. It, you know, our back then, that generation did not play with right. the children. They would, you know, they disciplined. They didn't abuse yes. us. They yes. disciplined us. Discipline us. And yes. you, you know the thing. What I liked about, you know, back then, you know, you were small. I mean, you know, a lot of things we didn't want to do. We couldn't understand them. But not, but now that we are older, we, older. we 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 see what they were trying to do. What it teach us. Exactly, they instill in us, and like the same thing you said, I said, we are the last generation. Anything yep. after, forget it. Don't even Everything try to figure it out. It's a disaster. The same words that I use in my episode. I haven't spoken Everything to you. After <laughs> us is a disaster. It's a complete disaster. Like growing up, when I was growing up, yeah, you had women who were they were whores. I mean, you know, yeah. they, they were. Yeah. I mean, they had ladies at the night. They they were what they were. But guess yeah. what? They would make sure their children go to school on time. They'll be there on yep. time to pick up their children. Today, yep. you have women at the night. They're training the children how to become the same women at the night like them. But back she, then, yes, back she, then, your yes, mother could have been a whore, but she mean you gonna be a doctor. You ain't yes. gonna be no whore like she. She make sure that you turning out to be something exactly better than her because you know what back then the, my parents before me they know to read right but though a lot of them didn't the schooling was what basic or some nothing. none 
basic. Right, and some none at all. That's those who live in the city. Mm -hmm. Those who never used to live in the city, they, they had no schooling at all. Yeah, but wisdom. They, the family have cows mm -hmm. and, and livestock, and they used to have to take care, help take care of the livestock, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they couldn't go to school. But those who live in the cities, they had a chance to go to school right. and, you know, learn some stuff. And, you know, my mom, she's not a scholar. Right. But she makes sure that each and every one of her kids mm -hmm. turn out to be something. But she, she laid the foundation and it's either you make use of it or you didn't. It's the same thing like with my father. I mean, he had a way. God knows. But, you know... At the end of the day, they never went to college, but yet they they didn't have college degree. They, you're lucky they even had a high school degree. Right. But a lot of them, they had their own businesses. You yes. know, I don't yes. know about the other islands, but I know when I was growing up being raised in St. Martin, we was never raised to walk for people till we dropped down dead. No. Rest, we, we were always your work, you save your money, you build your money. house back home, you start right. a little business. It was never to walk until your father and the job dead <laughs> before you yeah. could retire. It was never that. Never like that. It never was always like look for something further on, on, further off. Always put aside something for a rainy day. You Amen. know, um, start something, even if you're selling clothes. I know a lot of people started selling clothes out of their cars. Today yep. they got boutiques. Yeah, you know, um, I know some of them like Mullet Bay, like they say, if you ain't, if, if nobody in Tamatin work Mullet Bay is because they're dead. Everybody mm -hmm. worked at, at Mullet Bay when Mullet Bay closed. Mullet Bay was one of the biggest employers back in those days in Saint Martin. Is. Yes, indeed. To this day, that property is vacant, full of ghosts, but vacant. But mm. it's a hell of a stretch of a property. Mm -hmm. A lot of those fellas that used to work. At Mullet Bitter, they own restaurants back home. They own the yes. Lolo's, they own the eateries for years. And Those you know, who don't have nothing is the is the worthless one. Exactly. You were always taught to do something with yourself. I mean, if you wanted to go to college, go ahead. But a lot a lot of people didn't went to college back then. Not everybody right. could afford because, as you know, back then when they were making children, two children, that was out of the question. They ain't no yeah. about them kind of numbers. Then yeah. their numbers was 10, 12, 15, 10, 12, how kind of numbers? 15 and 18 <laughs> You know? That's all daddy and mommy do. They yeah. have no teeth. Oh, yes. Listen, Courtney, that is the same thing I said in the episode. They had no draft. They had no cell phone. <laughs> But it's true. Everybody, yeah. you know, had ten and up. If somebody had five, you're like, okay, something wrong they there. Was, they, they was lucky that I have five. I'm telling you, because they couldn't push out more. Because boy, back then people had double digit children. Twelve children. You know, that was the normal. Yeah. Yeah, that was the normal back then. It yeah. it really really was. And like I said, I know girls that I went to school with. Yeah, the moms were ladies of the night, but they would be there. First thing they did to drop the children to school, she uncle Mocha the cat to bring the children now. She got on the shortest of pants. <laughs> you, mm -hmm. you could see all her backside. But she make <laughs> But she make sure that she bring them children to school on time and she gonna pick them up on time. She gonna give yeah. her show and dance so you could see her behind you. Yeah. But she gonna yeah. pick them up on time and she gonna drop them school on time. Today? Yes, indeed. You know, today she's no longer the lady of the night. And her children mm -hmm. have grown up and you know, they have respectable lives. Some have made yeah. something of themselves, some you know, making something of yourself don't always mean going to college. I'm not saying that people shouldn't go to college. Right. But not everybody could afford to. Not everybody is made for college. And, exactly. 
you know, but they, they did well by doing something. I mean, we did have a few wagabonds here and there, don't get me wrong, but compared to the number that you're seeing today, we yeah. we didn't yeah. have that back then. They lose, the, the generation after me, they lose. I tell you. They lose the more, they lose the more. That's why, you know, um, I remember a few in 1999 mm-hmm. when I went to Guyana, to celebrate Mother's Day with my mom. Mm-hmm. And we was having a conversation and um, I heard um, the one of my mom friends say to her, oh, you can't beat your children now because the, the government consider you abusing your children. And I turned I turn and said, huh? <laughs> I said, where you get it from? Then she said, yes. Um, something with the uh, the government with the american government they consider um whipping children in the school is um abuse and all kind of thing please and i turned and i said i said there's a difference between whipping your child and abusing exactly if you break your child hand and bust the child head that's a different yes but children is like when you're in a relationship i don't know if i could compare the two but both of them have the same kind of mentality. When you first get with somebody and moving with them, mm-hmm. and they're accustomed to going out and coming in whenever time they want, mm-hmm. it pushes you to see, mm-hmm. the, the, they continue doing it to see how much they could get away with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you, the other person that's living with them, don't tell listen, this is a relationship, mm-hmm. not a walking walk hotel or wherever you go out and come mm-hmm. in when you like. If you don't put a stop to it, it would continue. Right. And from the time you decide to say, well, okay, after three years and the person still doing the same thing, you say, listen, you have to stop this. Then they can say, oh, how come now? Mm-hmm. Suddenly so. Mm-hmm. I, I compare that with like having a kid. Even mm-hmm. though the child is, don't have the mm-hmm. knowledge as an adult. Right. Children have a way of pushing to mm-hmm. see how much they could get away right. with. Right. You know. You know, I remember my nieces and nephew when they started to walk. You know, the little ornaments where mother's got on mm-hmm, the table. Mm-hmm. And from the time you snatch it, she lash you in your hand. You cry. Mm-hmm. You're going and you cry. But when you're done cry and your mother turn away, they get up going right again to the hand. <laughs> yeah. And she have to lash them again. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just this children like that. They yeah. push to see how much they could get away with. And, and I think the 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 generation today, the generation after me, they have a lot, to, a lot to blame to carry. Yeah, it's you and know, it's it's different. A lot of them say, "Oh, I don't want my children to go through what I go through with my parents." Mm. Okay, if was if wasn't for your parents that instill mm-hmm. responsibility mm-hmm. in you, how you think you could get up every day? Yeah, feeling so tired. And going into work, doing two and three jobs to keep a roof over your mm-hmm, head mm-hmm. because the responsibility your mother installed, your parents yeah. installed in you. Yeah, it's true. So why are you doing two and three jobs to buy these children, these two and three hundred and four hundred dollars sneakers to go to school making the self puppets in the school? Mm-hmm. You know? But nevertheless, my mom, she was a, she was a, 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 a she was an armor by a hurricane armor by herself. <laughs> by herself. Yes, girl. A hurricane armor by herself. 
but God bless her soul. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other day, I was sitting at my... eight phenomenal kids. Amen to that. You know, we and... help God. The other day, I was sitting down, you know, I was thinking about, thinking back about my old Menir, because as you know, um, from the time mm. living in St. Martin, we call our men teachers Menir, and our... Yes. And, yes. and the women is your fro, and, and you know... You know, I think back to those days, you know, to the children, like, you know, when we were growing up, we couldn't walk into a, a room without speaking. Yeah. You know, um, we, you know, we were just raised different, you know. It, it didn't mean that we didn't act up, but when we act up, we get disciplined, you Good. know. So you were straight after them disciplined unless you want. But you had a few people that was brave that, you know, no matter, like you say, they were bent just to be bad. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but it was a few in number compared to the rest of us. Because mm -hmm. you one lash, listen, one lash with a, um, with, with them time and with a rope yep. or whatever, because they, they beat you up with whatever, yep. wherever they get the yes. hand, they're going to mm. pack, mm. pack mm. spoon, whatever it is, they're going to knock you out. Mm. And mm. you, you straight after that. You know? Yeah. Because I like me, I never used to like no blows. So I, I, I never used to get too much because I was like, mm -mm. and even to this day, I still have a lot of things because yeah, of that. Because Exactly. Because of that. Because you know, even though your mother and father is not alive, mm -hmm. in this back of your mind, yes, sir. it's like, if I do this, yes, sir. my father might whoop me when Courtney, I get home. Courtney, I could still hear mama in the back of my head. Oh, yeah, girl. But you know I raised you like that. Oh. <laughs> And oh. that would bring me down to the video and knock somebody out. <laughs> you know, back out. And one of the things I remember, I, I'm going to be doing a series on that with her. Um, some of the things that I learned from her that I take with me even to this day, and I'm almost 50. She would always tell me, don't keep people place hot. Yeah, don't keep people place hot. What you don't got, do it out. In other words, do don't it. beg, don't borrow, don't steal, because you're still going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And then she would, the other three, and everybody who laughs at you is your friend. Your friend. The, and, the, and, the, and the police, they say, show me your friends and I'm going to tell, tell you who you, who you are. are. There you mm -hmm. go. And the last two, keep your legs closed. And then the yep. last one, keep your legs closed. I guess <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear the, fourth, you know, the first yes. time, you know? Yes. And, you know, you we just grew up different. Yeah. You know, we grew up, you know, I ain't going to say we had agreed with everything what it was telling us. No, you we know, didn't. We, we didn't. We couldn't, you see, we was going up into what they already go up and pass through. Yeah. So we was coming up now, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and it's like the, this generation today, the, the, the making fun of the teachers in the school, oh, fighting the teachers yeah. in the school and you know, I watch, I watch these, these young girls and boys. Yeah. You, you complain that the, the, it's the, the black people in America is oppressed. And the, the, is, is black life matters mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're, I, I love to read American history. Mm -hmm. I love to read it because I, I really don't know much history mm -hmm. about the the slaves in Guyana. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I get books and I read about the American history. Mm -hmm. And when I read about the American history and I look and see how the... And then they have the nerve to be posting it on Facebook and these things. 
the way they're acting up in the school towards the teacher. Yeah. And I was, and I asked myself, do they really understand? Exactly, the ramifications. Would slaves go through? Exactly. For you to be able to go to school. To That's today? right. Amen. Yep. Do they really, really understand? Yep. What, what? The prices that were paid. The ancestors went through. Mm-hmm. That they could sit in a classroom today, on on Instagram twerking the the big behind, uh, uh, and the 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 fighting each other, mm-hmm. pulling. It, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is, it, it, and it bothers you because you know you wasn't we weren't raised like that. You know, exactly. we, you know, we, we were not, we were raised, even though sometimes we might not have liked each other still, but it, com- the haters yeah. back then compared to where it got today is, there was like nothing, you it's know, not, you know, the two girls going to fight. Yeah. Pull each other here. Fight, pull each other here. Wherever happened to get past. Next thing yep. you know, b- before the school year out, mm-hmm, the, the friends, friends all over again. Friends tell the, tell the grandmothers right now, you yeah, know, exactly. the boys, them, the fist fight. You know, but today now you fight, you never know. This one pull up. Oh, There's guns. Jesus. Yes, There's sir. so much guns. It's so you know, sad, and, though. And, and I ask myself, do these kids really, really understand what the African-American people went through in order for them to get to sit in a classroom? Mm-hmm. They, they don't understand. You're, you're already black. Yep. You have to walk a extra harder. Time. Yes, sir. To achieve, even with a degree, that's right. With the, even with a degree, you have to work a thousand times harder yeah. to prove yourself yeah. and to prove that you're capable. That you're still capable, even though you're capable. Yep. Even though you have the experience and yep. you're capable, you could run some of them into the ground, but you still have to. Yeah, I know. And they're still in getting it. They're still yeah. in getting it, and it's really sad. Yeah, it is. But my it's dear, really, really sad. What to do? You know, and the the. I understand it shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have the qualification and the education just like the other person. Mm-hmm. But I have to work ten times harder. Yep, yep. It yep. shouldn't be that way. But, but it that's is that's... the world, that's the country yep. we live in. Yep. So before I go and making the jail more popular, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick it out. That's right. But let I'm me gonna let me ask you something because you know we touch on all those different little things starting with hurricane Irma, then we went into the caribbean upbringing now tell me something growing up in guyana as a young boy with your other seven siblings how did god or christ have an impact if any well as as like i said before you, you don't had a choice. Right. You had to go to church every Sunday because mm-hmm. it's Sunday school. Mm-hmm. Black Friday, forget it. You live in the church from 5 o'clock a.m. to 9 p.m. Black Friday, Holy Friday, wherever it is. You don't have a choice. Your grandmother carry you to church and you're there all day as, as, as Wednesday, wherever, wherever, wherever the dad you're going to be there all day. So yeah. have the chubby Kool-Aid and the Kool-Aid drink in a bottle with <laughs> yeah. some biscuits. Yes, yes. And when you start acting up, she pinch the hell out. She pinch you <laughs> and carry you outside and slap you. Mm-hmm. Get you to drink. When you're done drinking, it she bring you back inside. And if you, go, if you ask too often to go to the bathroom, and she knows it's not bathroom, boy, yeah, yeah. you're going to sit and ride with it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> it's, 
you know it's true now did but, you ever have to go to vacation by the school oh god please <laughs> did you like it oh my goodness and you know a lot of people say that caused a lot of people to fall away from the faith nah you know, that's not cause true you to fall away from the you faith. fall because you want to fall away yeah exactly exactly oh, because when i come when i become an adult and i start partying mm-hmm. i had my party days but boy and i had them too wednesday night was my bible study so i ain't going out tuesday night <laughs> Sunday was um, church. I go out Saturday night, but I make sure I come home before the sun come up. Sometimes I go to church. I, I make sure I ain't drink no no kind of alcohol because you know they, they're gonna smell it on your breath. <laughs> I had my days. Yeah, I had my days back in. You know, I had my and days I, pad. But you know, the, you know when because you know for other people that are listening that are not familiar with our culture. Right. When they hear the word party, they're thinking maybe we hanging from the chandelier, you know, they're thinking all oh, kind no, of crazy. No. That's not what we mean. We mean like every pan knock you there. In other words, man, we like used to like to dance. Right. You we know, to the, uh, to the dances, the clubs, the, the different, right. We dance mm-hmm. and we go home. And we go home, that's we it. get up next morning and go to church. And, you know, you know, I'm long past that season of my life. But yeah, you know, I used to. I'm just yeah. going to be honest. I used, I mean, I, I was getting down back in those days in the club. But yeah. even though I was getting down in the club, I wasn't, I wasn't no slack girl. You know, you just, no. you like to dance and, you know, back, it was back in them days. That's why my two legs bothering me today. But then how, that's a different story. And I thought, and you know, I listens to Pastor T.D. Jake a lot and he says some things that make a lot of sense. Because if you never go through nothing, how can you talk to somebody that going through something that you never been through or don't don't have a clue? If you never been poor, how can you tell a poor man mm-hmm. one of these days you're gonna be rich? All right. You know. So and I always believe this God put us on this earth to enjoy the fullness of it. But there's a time you have to draw the line yeah. about Everything. everything to come a time you have to put things aside and when he is a child yeah you do things that a child that's right do. yeah when you become an adult yes you do the thing you put away childish things yeah i know some people that i i mean you know you the know. Po- you know the person too because we all used to go dancing you know still dancing grandmother and still dancing still uh, still grandchildren still what? still in the cl- i've been long we've been long time left the club scene long long time yeah. Yep, and yep, yep. at that age you know it's sad it's really, yeah. really sad, you know, yeah. but, you know, to each, you know, their own. But, you know, at this point in my life, for me, it's Christ, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, I can't tell you that, I, you know, I was always saved and it was always. No, uh-huh. no, no, no. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't a whore, mm-hmm. but, you know. Live but, yeah, and I was a party. I used to like, we used to like to go party. Every, every, but you remember them days when we used to party? Yeah. When we used to go from Friday to Sunday? Friday, well, bye. <laughs> But you're lucky if I when, listen. When it's not outside, it's fun. So. I'm telling you, every week, we listen, by Thursday, we know where we're going for the weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a uh-huh. whole busload of us back yeah. then. Yep, yep, yep. You know, but those days are long over. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I tell people, I said, listen, when I was out there partying, I enjoy it. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Where Mr. Dong tell you, you want me to lie and say I didn't? I did. did. You know, you I did. did. But honey, them days over for me. I have no interest. Yeah. yeah. I have no yeah. interest. One of the things that um, when I become an adult, I get to realize, and it used to annoy me as a child growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at my mom, mm-hmm. I love my sisters and brothers 
daily mm-hmm. because they are my sisters and brothers. Right. But when I look at the decisions that my mom mm-hmm. take, mm-hmm. I always say to myself, she could have done right. much better. A lot of, I think a lot of our parents could, but you know what? Like you say, as we've grown older, yeah. some of and us at this point, we are in Christ, you know. Yeah. You but f- then when I look at the situation from a female point of view, mm-hmm. It's you not know, easy. Imagine eh? having kids. Yeah, it's not easy. As, it's not easy as single woman, even yes. without kids, because yes. the whole load is on top of you. You yes. know, and like I said, if you don't have that strong faith in in, 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 in Christ, I mean, you'd be doing things where you weren't supposed to be doing. But you know, I always chose to stay the course, even though, as you know, I've suffered for years because right. I chose not to take the shortcut and I I stayed in the suffering. And God yeah. has elevated me at this point out of the suffering. You know, yeah. praise God. But yeah, I yeah. you know, I could have taken any shortcut. I really yeah. could have. The yeah. shortcut, the, 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 the grass always looked equal. I'm telling you, until I end up in the hellfire down yonder. It don't, you know. Even, I was even glad that when I was there in 2010, mm-hmm. I was so glad that I was able to talk to her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because there was, you know, I I, I tell her, I said, Mom, I said, how would you feel if I with a, a girl and and she mistreating me mm-hmm. and she doing me wrong and I just stick there and sticking with it? Mm-hmm. How would you feel? You know, she said, she said, I wouldn't be happy. Mm-hmm. That my church, my son in a relationship right, right. and being abused. She said, but when you have kids, as a woman, when mm-hmm. you have kids, it's a lot of stuff you yeah. have to yeah. swallow. Especially when you don't have the help. Because, you know, in the Caribbean. It's different. See, in America, yeah. you have the, exactly. the, the men going to come in and, and give you a house. And yeah, give you food not back there. And right. You know, right? Those things used to be that used that was a, a that was a privilege back in the the days in the Caribbean. That was a privilege back in the days mm-hmm. that the government give you some money for help with your kids and stuff like that. But you have to you have to be a thing. You have to be living only with you and your kids. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have a man living in the house and all those kind of things. That's how it was a long, long time ago in yeah. Guyana. But then, you know, the people didn't, the women wasn't comfortable with those kind of mm-hmm. um, rules and regulations, mm-hmm. you know. So I guess they do away with it after right. a while. Right. Because, you know, you, you, I guess the government, uh, the women started to see the self like, you're raising a bunch of children without a father mm-hmm. or without a man mm-hmm. in a house and you the woman have to raise in all these kids by yourself just yeah. because the government giving you a few cents you have to live by all these rules and regulations so i guess the women do way of it i don't know but um when she when she say what she said yeah it really um 
I really get a better understanding. Right. You know, it's right. not that you want to date the guys that you hang along having drinks with mm -hmm. and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, when there's so much other better men out there, you know, mm -hmm. but she had to do what she had to do. And, you know, you know, also another thing that plagues us a lot back in the Caribbean, um, you, you don't find many of us are married, especially the single women. A lot, you know, a lot of us are not married, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, if I was living in in, 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 in England and in the UK, I would have been married by now, you know? Um, right. Because, because one, one thing because with Caribbean men, you know, they don't go by your complexion. As long as you're good looking. You know, as long as you're good looking, you wear a frock, you know, um, you know, you, you never had a problem getting a date. But in America, it's a different situation. You know, they, yeah. they ain't checking for them dark skin girls. So, you and know, you see, the thing about these big countries is you I don't know why they have that kind of concept, because um, I could be I could be my own my own manager mm -hmm. of my own money. Exactly. But. A lot of these, um, a lot of places and a lot of government entities, you as a single man, they don't think that you could achieve or you can um, mm -hmm. sustain yourself and want a house as a man. Yeah, That's how I see it because, you know, like when you go certain places and the person that asks you, you're married? No. Oh. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So that in the whole tell me okay so in order for you to achieve certain stuff and get certain stuff they making sure that you need to be married mm -hmm. so if you don't mm -hmm. be able to fulfill the money it have to get paid by somebody else mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah but which you... in the islands you know that yeah. is not so you work yeah you save your money mm -hmm. your friend's gonna come over you get a, one of your sisters them gonna cook and are you going to build a house from the foundation mm -hmm. right up to the top? Mm -hmm. But, you know, that used and, to be even a lot of that and going away too. Gonna owe the bank not as Right, them, right, girl. right. The bank people going to be mad with you because they ain't got no interest to get from mm -hmm. you. And your children them going to come and they're going to build on the same land. Yeah. Will you, got, will you work yep. hard and buy? Yep. So when you when, when your parents pass, you they, it, this God got something to hand you, you yep, know? Yep. Yep. Yes, that's right. You know, so yeah. I, you know, I totally agree with, you know, this was a really great conversation. Now I have a couple of questions more before I close yeah, off. Um, since Hurricane Lewis, because you, you lost everything, you know, it was 26 yeah. years ago. So how is it for you now, 26 years later, after losing everything and having to pick up all the pieces Phenomenal. after Hurricane Wow. Do you care um, to explain? After Hurricane Lewis, mm -hmm. losing everything, um, I was there working security guard with um, this, this guy, Bowie. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, the fellow, the only company named Bowie. Okay. He had, um, back in the days, he had an auto, a auto place. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Along the South Pound there. Yeah. <laughs> Village Road. So um I was working with him out and I start after we bail back, you know, all the apartments in the back bail back mm -hmm. and everything. 
and um I got a job with him mm-hmm. working security guard by a food there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one day I went to the University of St. Martin because mm-hmm. um I wanted to go back to school and educate myself. Mm-hmm. I went there and my English was very, very poor. Mm-hmm. At that time, yeah, I remember. That time. Yep. And the there was a tutor. This woman, she she put me on to I can't what's her name again? I don't remember her name, but she put me on to this woman that works privately mm-hmm. with students and she started teaching me for like it was like for two hundred and two something a month. Mm-hmm. Three days a week. And I goes and I was taking the classes and everything was good. And one day she told me, she said, there is a next class, a next set of school down the road from the, in the same building with the Baker S. First, first, first used to be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think was upstairs or the side of Carl and Sons on the Palm Field. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I went there and I met, um, what is woman's name? But I couldn't, be, I can't remember her name. Anyhow, she told me, she started helping me, and then she told me that there's uh, the government going to have this program mm-hmm. for people who wants to learn a trade. Mm-hmm. And it was in the pipeline, but she don't know exactly when it going to um go into effect and you know i keep going there paying my two something every mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. getting the class english classes mm-hmm. and um i remember one day i was sleeping to go to Afu work the night and the time um is really uh what is a little place yeah named east, yeah ecc mm-hmm. ecc they are they just coming out with the cell phones what they where you pay when people call you and you pay when people call right you call right people. right right and i had the little cell phone and the she called me she said Coney, i said yeah she said you still interested in the training i said yes and she said come down on monday and you have to fill out the information and i went down there the monday morning the monday afternoon sorry and i fill out the the information so now and fast forward you went Fast from forward. from the, from losing everything to a security job yeah. to the program. And construction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you used to do the construction and you used to yes, do the construction. I used to work with um Uncle Selwyn. Mm-hmm. You used to do that with the security guard. At the, yeah, I remember that. And I used to go up and help Uncle Selwyn on Diana House mm-hmm. on the morning for 7 o'clock. So I was doing security guard and construction mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward, I end up get going into the nursing class as a home mm-hmm. health aide, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I did that, and I passed at the top of the class. And from there, and then I did the when I finished that, I stopped working for the security guard company because mm-hmm. the guy said he couldn't keep me because many nights he come and I used to be sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> because you were tired. You're working the two jobs. And, 
exactly nobody in boyking in apple <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> so like a boyking apple who never used to sleep neither he had so much the chinese had so much money he didn't he used to afraid to sleep i'm telling you you sleep now so when um i graduated the home health aid class mm-hmm. and then um i remember miss illich bonella illich mm-hmm. calling me a day and said um do you want job at the white and yellow cross and i said sure and she sent me to um brekia she was the head of the white and yellow cross mm-hmm. and she told me well you know you need to do you need to become a nursing assistant in order to work here mm-hmm. and i jumped on the bandwagon with the class okay and then and graduate and then i end up in um after working with the white and yellow cross i passed the home health aid with flying colors mm-hmm. and mr pantaflex called me a day and told me that they have a opening in the icu mm-hmm. at the martin medical center right and they really like my performance and my um bedside ethics yes and if i want a job it's mine and from there where and did you go there i was at st martin medical center for from 2007 to 2012 okay and then after and um in 2010 when i went and see my mom and um i start i came up to the united states that's when me you me meet in 2010 i think mean you meet into mean you meet 1995 boy no 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 i mean in the us here when you came to the airport to meet me oh yeah my god it, oh yeah oh yeah right. that was the first time you were coming in i had to go and meet yes, i had to go to, to take it where it was going oh my god when yeah. i was going to meet my my your my grandmother mother. yeah yeah oh my goodness yes whoa that's yeah. a long time yeah yeah cuz we stayed in queen right 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 <laughs> and um i came up and i met her and, you know it was a long story she you know she didn't want to see none of us because of my grandfather did her so wrong but god was good she opened arms and welcomed me cuz she haven't seen me over how many years mm-hmm. i think the last time she saw me i was what, 11 or 10 and when she saw me again i was 30 something and then after that and um then i went back to st martin and um 2012 when i came back here mm-hmm. she was very sick right and the nurses really couldn't give me a straight answer and that's when i end up staying and taking care of her and you've been here ever and since and been here since and what do you do today and right now um from working on the in the ICU at East Orange General Hospital mm-hmm. now I'm a nurse at Fresenius Medical Center a dialysis nurse very good and there's nobody else I can give that glory to but the almighty amen amen there you go and there you go i I'm a living testimony mm-hmm. for how phenomenal God hands work. Yes, indeed. I remember in St. Martin when I first worked, went to work at the medical center in St. Martin. There was a female nurse in there, and they always tell me that she was evil. She literally put the immigration in St. Martin on me, 
and I didn't even get my papers yet. Mm-hmm. And they called me in. The immigration officer called me and tell me I had to come down to the police station. And I called Bonelda, the head nurse, and she told me, go and see what I want. And I went to the police station without any kind of documents to say Martin. Mm-hmm. And I sit down in there, my I was sweating. Because all I see is my dreams down yeah. the drain. Mm-hmm. And I on a plane back to Guyana. Yeah. But God. The angel, the Lord was in there with me. But God, that's right. Amen. And this the uh, one of the officers came in and he knew my face from being with one of his colleagues assisting her. And he said, what are you doing here? And he turned and he tell his co-worker, I know this young man. This young man is just, I don't want to call her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This young man is just a person, friend. He's be at the house helping her out, cleaning and washing and cooking for her. And the guy turned and tell me, he said, take this paper, pull it out. And when these papers, when this thing come true, bring back this paper to us. And it was the grace period of mm-hmm. the brooks tower mm-hmm. that was come from that came from curacao mm-hmm. yeah and that's where i started to where i am today yes in with fear with with my heart heavy mm-hmm. and full of fear not knowing how my life would have turned out right but i walk out with the angels of the lord Amen. on my shoulders you know um and, and that's why i wanted to um i really because you know we was been supposed to have done this you know um but because of our schedule because you i think your story is uh excellent not just a story but an excellent testimony of the goodness and the greatness of god and his son jesus christ because um one of the things that you did not mention which i will mention at this point that when you did lose everything in hurricane irma you had not i mean lord you see that woman still troubling me (laughs) when you lost everything in hurricane lewis you were not too long you had arrived in St. Martin. Right, right. You know, um, arriving, yes. looking for a yes. better future, not yes. knowing, and then, to, you know, to face this among, you know, so many other different things and yes. to see where God has brought you today. Um, that is a mighty testimony to our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, yes. um, when we put God first and we allow God to lead the way, Amen. You know, it's not going to be the fast way. No. You know, I, I, I know people when I was down to the dirt who was way in front of me. Mm-hmm. And today I can't even see them when I look. They, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that to brag or anything like that. But um, I'm just saying the person that may look like nothing today might be something oh, by the grace of God tomorrow. Yeah, and here you were starting. You just came into a new island, didn't really know nobody, um, lost everything but the clothes on your back, inherited the mosquitoes, and you know, <laughs> and the whole nine yards. And and here you are today. You are a nurse, dialysis nurse, yeah. by God's grace yeah. and mercy. You went from nothing. The security guard, a construction worker, then to a um, he was a nurse's assistant. Then um, you, I remember the, you doing the GD as well. Then um, yeah. you went from there to ICU nurse, and into America, 
And now here you are still currently in America and you are a dialysis nurse by the grace of God. And I remember, um, I think when I was visiting you, you were living in, what was it? Is it Jersey? You were in Jersey, right? If I remember yeah. correctly, yeah, in Jersey. Um, you were studying. You were actually studying for, what was it? The the dialysis? The ER? The ER? Okay. The patient care tech. Okay, you were studying for that. And today, here you are. That's God knows how many years because that was before Hurricane Irma knocked me cold. So I think that was like in 2015. Right. You somewhere know, else. somewhere around there. And yeah. here you are today. So by God's grace and by God's mercy, um, once again, it you know, it started it with our upbringing. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this not to say that we are better than anybody because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying our way, if that dog don't hush him out. Yeah. Because, there's a neighbor you know, dog. That's how thin these walls are. <laughs> I could have choose after being here. I could have choose the easy way, like mm -hmm. like falling in the wrong crowd. Exactly, you know. You know but get, you you decided to do something with your life, and it didn't just yes. start here. It started from back in Saint Martin. It started yes. from the moment you left Guyana to come to Saint Martin, yes. and you held on <laughs> steadily to that dream. And you know, I yes. I know that you know this ain't nobody telling me. This right. is something I know, you know, because right. we live like brother and sister, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Like I tell him, I say, you know, today is sunshine. I was, I, I, I said when, when, when my brother called me, he said, hey, sunshine. I said he knew me when I was lightning and thunder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, we, we all start somewhere, but it come a point in time in life when you got to start changing certain things as you get older you have to start changing certain things, you know, look at things in the world today. Look, look, look all that has happened. I never thought that um, I'm New York, uh, you know, I was born in New York city. This, this I'm almost 50. I never seen New York go to sleep yet. But, <laughs> but last year, New York was completely asleep. Entire world. Okay. Was exactly. Asleep. Was asleep because we had to be on lockdown. Some places still in lockdown. Yeah. Like when I hear some people's I like, I like we've been out since since mid last year. I was like, I don't even know what lockdown is anymore. Where I, where I'm where I'm at, you know, by God's grace and by His mercy. So, I just want to say, you know, to the person, you know, well, actually, let me let you do that. What would you say to somebody as we close off this um, special? Is going to be a two part episode because at this point, it's um almost well, it's past an hour and a half. Oh, um, oh, no, that's okay. Well, I got divided in two. Um, what would you tell someone in like who was in your situation just coming, from, like we said, back home, fresh off the banana boat? You know, coming into whether it's a, a St. Martin or an America, and they have a, a dream, a vision, or a goal, or something that God placed inside of them. What advice would you give to them? My advice to a young person or anyone in, in the whole that make up the mind to step out in faith and and run after the the dreams and goals. I am my advice would be stay focused. Mm -hmm. It's it's gonna be a bumpy road. It's not it's not gonna be who you think it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to be who people tell you 
it is. You need to find that that path and stay on it. It might seem that there is no light to the end of the tunnel, but trust me, it's somebody like me with dyslexia mm -hmm. can make it. Mm -hmm. I think anybody in this world that God put God first, Amen. you can. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Choose, choose your friends wisely. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, thank you so much for those kind words. Um, I'm getting ready to close off. Um, but before I close off, I have to remind you of something that has had me laughing here oftentimes and I'll be thinking about it. Mm. And and I'm, I'm actually going to mention this on air too. Um, when I was starting out in 2007, when I started my handmade, I don't know what you want to call it, but anyway, at that time... Um, I was a very introverted person. I'm not who I was then. Today I'm 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 outgoing. If you want to speak to me, I'm gonna to speak to you. If you don't want to speak, I, hey, listen. I just let you know. I just leave you be. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm not. You know. Um. Being nice is a choice. You know. Right. I I don't force people. You know. You know. You know when people want to. You know. Talk. Be genuine. Right. You know when people want to speak to you when they don't want and when they're forcing. I don't believe in forcing because God don't force us. And. I remember it was, I believe, maybe Mother's Day, I think. I don't know. Anyway, it was some holiday. I don't know. And this is what you call true friendship. And it for us, it's beyond a friendship. Because at this point, we have adopted each other as brother and sister because he grew up around my family. You know, yeah. um, when I left um, to come to America, you, you took over my room. So yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> and... I, it was, I think it was, might've been Mother's Day. I don't remember, but it was some holiday. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, I remember the incident and I was telling, I kind of told him about it. I think about a couple of months ago, I reminded him of it. And I used to make candles and soaps and different things and, and, and sell. That's how I used to make my living, you know, right. so I don't have to right. lay on my back and do what I wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest because you, as you, you spoke from your mother, a single woman it's difficult, you know, and yeah. um, I remember he called me a day and he said, um, prepare for me 10 packages. And I gave him each package at $10. It was probably what more, but who, who cares at that point? Right. And in Gilders, it was like 100 Gilders. And he came and he picked up these 10 packages and he gave them out to the ladies in the church. In the church. Yeah. And I was able to take the 100 guilders and buy food to eat. There were many days. I don't talk too. I, I might tell a little something. And even the little that I tell is heavy. But there's a right. whole lot that I don't tell and I don't talk. There are times that I had to go to bed hungry. And I remember... Um, one Sunday he called me and he said, he, after he used to live down the street from me, when we moved to a different part of St. Martin and we used to live down the street from each other. And he called me and he said, I'm going to cost you less. Cost you less is something like you guys would call kind of like a little, not even Walmart, kind of like a, a Sam's or a Costco. Yeah. 
yeah. And he said, going there to shop, come go with me. You want to go for the drive? I said, okay, yeah, like, yeah no problem. And so we gone, I, you know, I gone for the drive. Glad to get to the little house, a little apartment. And all of a sudden, when we get there, he's like, um, picking up stuff with the car. He said, um, you would like this? So I like, wait, I said, but, so I was a little confused. I was like, um, but wait, and you the ones would be shopping? He's, and then I realized he brought me there to buy food for me to eat. Now, that's what you call true friendship. Okay? That's what you call true friendship. And I will be honest. I wasn't too easy to get along with then because, I, like I said, I was really going through the pressing. And unless you've been in that situation, you would not understand anything I'm saying. But if you have, you know exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Didn't have help. And you you surrounded by a ton of people that you should and could get help from, but refused to help. And he went and he brought me food and drink, um, big bottles of juice and all kind of different things. I never forgot that. And that's like I never forgot when he bought those 10 little packages to give out to the women in church that I could have a little bread to put on my table. Now, this is the last thing I'm going to remind you of. I remember one time I was out, I had moved back out to um, America. I was in New York, and I called you. I said, by how? How? I just be laughing some, even to this day. I say, man, I said, how was St. Martin? This is what you say. You said, girl, it hot. You're like, why the guy you doing is drinking water, everything going in and nothing coming out. <laughs> Even to this day, I just remember that. Even to this day, I remember that. That's how hot it is in the Caribbean. Listen, you could drink a tub of water. Hey, if I drink a glass of water, I got to be running to the bathroom every two seconds. Yeah. But back in the Caribbean, listen, I, let me tell you, I drink water like nothing, a tub of water, nothing coming out. Because it's so hot, it comes out in sweat. So you know, my goodness, <laughs> I always remember that. But yeah, I, I, I want to say, you know, um, you know, thank you. You know, thank you very much. And may the Lord bless you. And he, may he continue to bless you. And, you know, you, whatever he has given you, you truly do deserve it. And, you know, sometimes we wait till people die and we want to be crying to say this and to yeah. say that. You know, you tell, give the people their flowers while they're alive. So I'm giving you your flowers, you know, just make sure you have my money for me, you know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, forgive me. That's how we are with each other. You know, we like to crack jokes. That's all. That's always. And one of the things I also remember, two things that you used to always say to me. You used to say to me, you said, Arlena, Rome wasn't built in one day. Yeah. And another another thing, yep, you should tell me that. And today I'll be still Alina Romy and Bill in one day. (laughs) And another thing I remember you sat with me one day, you were saying to me, you said, Alina, a lot of people would never understand you. We are a different type of woman. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people think maybe when I talk, maybe I just, no, I'm making things up. I'm, I'm that type of girl. I could have gotten myself into a lot of things, but you see, I was raised... It was what was instilled in me that God allowed to be instilled in me at a young age. Right. You understand me? So I think twice. I think twice. 
ain't like a, ain't like I ain't had an opportunity to get fellas. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> listen, the Caribbean. You know, in the island in the island there. Listen. Style. Hey, listen. I, I like the sun go down. Anything is anything, everything is, is a, yes, love and devotion. And we talk about the devotions in the church. But listen, I, yeah, you know, I'm just you know. But uh, an incident kind of took place, and there's a group of individuals, and I'm like to myself, I say, well, you know, if that's the first good looking man you've seen in your lifetime, and you frightened, well, God bless you. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Caribbean where we have about a dime a dozen. You know, so I've dated, I've dated them back in my old, you know, my old days. Yeah. Can't say the word too much today, but you know, but I'm like, yeah, good, you know, I good looking men don't frighten me. So if they frighten you, they don't frighten me. Right. That's not what I look for today. If I was, you know, if I'm look, if I'm going to look for something, it has to be Christ first. Amen. You understand? That. It has to be Christ first. I, I don't have to worry about, oh, good look. Listen, I know what good looking fellas look like. So, imagine we got them a dime a dozen. Not just mm-hmm. in Martin the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of times they're shallow. That's all they got. Just the yeah. good. That's it. Nothing else. That's so true. Nothing else as to what to be a man, much as to be a man of God. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so, I don't tell people. Cook, wash now, please. Mm, don't dress and walk. Ex- that, that, that's who they want. Exactly. You know? And I like, listen, y- y- you don't have to worry about me because that, you know, that doesn't frighten me. Um, really, thank you for taking time out to, um, to do this interview. And a lot of people that we experienced Lewis with have passed on. A sure. lot. A lot of people have gone on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, day before yesterday, I was speaking to somebody from whom an elderly, one of the older ladies that we just call each other all the time. And it's every time you turn around, because sometimes I also check the obituary, like the Daily Herald is like, man, I tell you, every minute it's like, Jesus help me. It's like, yeah. you know, so that's why we have to make our election sure. Yes, indeed. You know, we have to make our election sure. Because Christ could come at any moment. So Patian don't interest me. Um, you know, running behind good looking fella, they don't interest me. You know, I was never that type of girl. You know, um, I wasn't. I really wasn't, you know. Um yeah. I had my share crushes, I will admit to that. But I wasn't someone that knocked myself all over the place because I wasn't raised that way. You know? Sure. So I never took the shortcut and even to this day I don't take shortcuts even when it comes even when it comes to cooking but there you go (laughs) (laughs) some days I wish I would but anyway because boy the cooking ain't no joking but yeah but yeah thank you so much and tomorrow when Labor Day comes around you have a a blessed Labor Day I am I am off tomorrow I'm gonna try not to labor <laughs> in my house because there's always something to do, yeah. you know. Yeah, that that you got there, you boy. Know, you try it. I know, but you take care. God bless you. Thank you so much. Same to you, sis. Thank lots you. Of lots of love to you. One of these days when I come down to North Carolina, I can let you know. So yes, you could, um, make me milk and dumpling. Yeah, you you the milk and dumpling. I still have to edit that video for you. Now there's a story behind this milk and dumpling. We I grew up. That's a Saint Martin thing. Milk and yep. dumpling. And whenever Milk I would come, when I would come home from school, we, because my grandmother had a ton of children and grandchildren. Like I said, they had no cell phone, none of those, and keep them busy. And 
when we would come home and boy, when I would see my grandmother cook that big back pan pot of, of milk and dumpling, it's like, yes. dumpling. so I would, I learned to cook it. So whenever yeah. I used to go home on vacation, he would make me cook it for him. So every yeah. time I have to cook milk and dumpling for him. So whenever I'm because, cooking it, I because, remember him. Because on a Friday night, I ain't got no date. I ain't the house. But I ain't got none either. I be watching BT. Yeah. BT love our every song's in name. And we cooking milk and dumplings. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's all we used to do. That's all we used to do. Yeah, that's what we used to do. We used to go to McDonald's. You know, we we were Oh, Pizza Hut. Yeah, oh, Lord. Those are good memories. Personal pan pizza. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. How we hit so big. Right? But you know what? It was... It was something to remember memories yes. to carry with us carry, but you know yes, what indeed. it's time for us to go else boy we're gonna be here all day all, all month telling long. you um, the, the people gonna say what's wrong with these two crazy people <laughs> <You> know, so, <laughs> so thank you so much so 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 much god bless you and yes i got i have to edit that video for you it's been recorded since last year so i have to oh, edit okay. it so you could cook your own milk and dumpling <laughs> <laughs> But take care. All right, honey. Bye-bye. God bless. God bless.